0: Well, in previous episodes, you might have heard me say how Dina, my wife, and I have six children, seven including our uh, daughter-in-law, but our six children that we raised are all so different. If they have a thread, they are all fiercely independent and different. Some are uh, artists and expressives. Others are more in the world of thought. They're introverts. They're more contemplative. Uh, Some are very physical, others are very not physical. It's really amazing how we raised such a diverse group of kids. I'm John Fuller, joined by our Vice President of Parenting here at the ministry, Dr. Danny Huerta. And we're going to begin with a clip from Sheila Irwin. And if you've maybe seen the film, I Still Believe, or I Can Only Imagine, uh, those were directed by Sheila's sons, Andy and John. They're the creators of those movies. Uh, Let's go ahead and hear Sheila talking to Jim Daly. Uh, you suggest
1: raising the child God has given you yes. um, and that infers uniqueness and knowing your child's bent. I think the scriptural mm-hmm. reference would be know your child's bent and raise him up in the way he should go. How did that apply for you?
2: Well, uh, their uniqueness. Our boy, like you said for, about your sons, our sons are so very different. Andy yeah. really is the artist. He has the artistic temperament. Uh, and John's more of the business kind of, you know, man. He could sell ice cubes to Eskimos. Uh, And so they make a great blend, but they're very, very different. Uh, But Andrew, I know every mom says their child is a genius, but Andy really was. (laughs) Uh, You know, Andy started talking at seven months. Uh, Yes, he had a seven-word vocabulary by that time. uh, When he was a year old, he was making sentences. Hmm. At 15 months, he was conversational. Oh, my goodness. Um, And he could read at two. So he—and by the time he was three, he could start at A and give you a Bible verse for every letter of the alphabet all the way through Z. Oh, my. Uh, And so he was very, very smart. And, And then John came along, and John was struggling. He started kindergarten not being able to recognize his ABCs. Uh, I thought he had dyslexia. I really did. We found out he had ADHD eventually when he was in first grade. That's another story, a long story. So I had to really realize that they were so different, even in their educational uh, type thing. And so instead of presenting it to John as um, a difficulty, we said it was a gift and so that God had given him a unique way of learning, and he was going to use it, and he has. Mm -hmm. He really has. John couldn't do what he does. Uh, And so uh, I think it's how you approach it with your children. But I think often uh, we see other children, and we think, oh, I wish my children were like that, or I wish this child was like this, or I don't like this about my child, or I do like this about my child, you know, that kind of thing. But to raise the ones that God gave you, he gave them to you uniquely, not only did he give them to you, but he gave them the right mother.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. Let me let me mention something because in the book you you uh, spoke about the uh, building of a set in your garage. <laughs> so some people are going to hear this and go, "Oh, okay. Well, no no wonder the boys have done well. Mom was really engaged. Dad was really engaged." Speak to that commitment. I mean, you built a movie set in your garage. Now, first of all, I want to know how you found the room because it wouldn't work in my garage. But, but, uh, you know, there is a certain level when I look at it. I don't know that it's unique. It strikes me as maybe unique support that you and Hank provided your boys. But if not, tell us, because that gives the rest of us hope that we don't have to be super great parents in order to achieve this. But what's that formula look like?
2: Well, I I really don't want people to look at my book and think, oh, if we do it like the Irwins, we're going to get film producers or film directors. Some people
1: might think that. They will.
2: Uh, The uniqueness of your child and what God's called you to do. Uh, As far as, I was an art major. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, and so the artistic type things was fun for me. And I was the artistic child that drove my mother crazy, uh, you know, because she wasn't. And, you know, so uh, that got both sides of that. But uh, with the set, it was just a fun thing that we did. We were in ministry, didn't have a lot of money. And so I went out and bought some plywood and some sawhorses. And in the back of our garage, we had a section that we weren't using. and And actually, we lived on a a slope that are to get down to the driveway. You had to go straight down. So you didn't really get down to the garage. You didn't really want to put your car there. Uh, And so (laughs) we used it more as storage, but we set it up and I started it and then let them help me finish it. And we, we did all the star Wars things and they played with it for forever and ever and loved it and and he said that was the beginning of storytelling for him oh yeah um it really sparked his imagination and i asked him i said why did that mean so much to you and he said Mm. because you stepped into my world Mm. oh wow and so i i think that as moms whether you're creative or not be careful to step into their world and be a part of what they love not trying to get them to love what you love
0: yeah Danny, I loved the phrase that Sheila's son said, you stepped into my world. Uh, That is so important. So talk to the parent whose child has a hobby that, you know what, that's fine for them. I am not in the least interested. And just for example, for instance, uh, one of my kids very much into Minecraft. (laughs) I can do that for five minutes. But it's not a world I really want to participate in for any length of time. So help me out. <laughs> and those who struggle with a hobby their kids have, how do we engage? Well, you start with
3: curiosity. You know, why does my child love this? Yeah, I am
0: curious. Why? <laughs> yeah,
3: why would you want to do this? So ask them the questions. What but is it that you love about this?
0: Heartfelt curiosity yeah. of the child.
3: What grabs your attention? And then have them teach you. That is so love good that. for a child's self-confidence. Uh, Just getting to teach you and it it helps with uh, the security and attachment between you and your child and they truly feel loved when you step into their world, when you are curious about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And then you try it imperfectly and they can be better at something than you that's exciting to do. And it puts you in a vulnerable place, a very humbling place for many parents. Uh, I've seen dads go to ballets and they're not the biggest fans of going to watch their daughter in a a ballet or even watching them or to theater or things like that. But I love watching when a parent, dad or mom, uh, gets into uh, the sporting events. I've watched several moms get into the basketball world that their sons are in right now. My son's participating Uh in varsity, yeah, and they're getting all in, even even though they have have no clue really what's going on. (laughs) They'll say, what just happened? What is that? And they'll ask questions. That's meaningful to a son or a daughter when the parent is truly engaged in what's happening. So uh, what I would encourage you to do is start off with a question. What is it that gets you so excited about this that you're doing? And help me learn about it. I'd love to do it. And then your child, help them also get the chance and opportunity to learn something alongside of you that mm-hmm. you love to do. Yeah. That's a give and take where it's not a child-centered world. It's a relational world.
0: Okay, so script that out a little bit more. I mean, you're the guy that role plays so well. And let's say I'm a 14-year-old boy. I like it,
3: I don't know, because. <laughs> I like it because, yeah. Well, I, I would imagine that you like it because it has – Minecraft tends to have building things. You love to build And that must be why you like it. That's interesting. I'd love to learn more about it. If you get a chance, maybe you can teach me sometime. Would love to learn about it. With my daughter, we've had, she loves workouts. I love workouts. They're very different, her workouts and mine. And we've agreed that sometimes we'll do her workout and I'll learn from her and try to do those imperfectly. And then she'll do some with me or we'll go running or we'll do basketball or we'll do some weightlifting. And we've had fun having our own workouts. She's gotten to adapt and adjust to me, and Mm -hmm. I've done that with her. And it's a good life skill to teach our kids.
0: This is about doing life with your child so they can see uh, that you're safe, that you're in their corner, that you care. And that's a mindset we all need to be reminded of. And that's why Focus is here, to help you keep that mindset and have a really strong relationship with your child. So wherever you are in the parenting journey, please know that we've got resources for you. Uh, Whether you're just starting out or you've got a 14-year-old, one-word answer, teenager, we've got stuff for that. If you've got an adult child, we have resources for that. Danny, you and the team have so much there. Uh, online and let me just highlight our free online parenting assessment that takes just a few minutes to fill out and it's going to help you see what's going well it's not a big shame thing it's a it's a great diagnostic tool and um, it'll give you some areas maybe that you can grow in as well so take that parenting assessment we'll link over to it in the show notes and then uh, get more thoughts from Sheila on encouraging your child wherever they are and whatever they're dreaming Uh, Her book is called Raising Up Dreamers, and we're making that available for a gift of any amount to the ministry of Focus on the Family. Donate as you can today. Uh, You'll find the link in the show notes. Next time, Rhonda Stapi shares about a time when she learned to connect with her son, Tony. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.